If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. It is a microplastic eating robot. It is named Peter. She will disintegrate microplastics found in polluted waters. Right now I'm targeting ocean water, but it's any polluted waters that have microplastics in it, which includes all the waters that we consume. A turtle-shaped, biodegradable marine robot that can make a big difference. That's exactly the innovation that took top honors during the Pitch Competition Student Startup Showdown at Eureka Park during CES 2020 in Las Vegas. The robot's creator is Gabriella Pleasant, founder and CEO of Pleasant Robotics in Temecula. Gabby, as she prefers to be called, is currently earning her bachelor's degree at UC Santa Cruz. Gabby, tell me about what's just happened for you here at CES. Well, I just won the pitch competition for a student startup, and I'm really excited. I'm really blown away. And you had the most incredible product. I could talk about it, but you're much more interesting. Tell me about her, please. Thank you. It is a microplastic eating robot. It is named Peter, and she is made of chitosan, which is actually deacylated chitin, which is insect shells or shrimp shells, and uses enzymes and an enzyme enzymatic mesh to break down microplastics. Now, I would never in a million years have thought of making something like this. How in the world did you come up with that? It was a slow process. It was originally a jellyfish. And after a time, I just I realized jellyfish isn't going to work. So over the last two years, I've just been changing the design slowly over time, getting better and better. Are you yourself a marine biology student, or where did you get all this innovation? I ask a lot of people at my university, and they just kind of answer my questions. But no, I'm a linguist. <laughs> So how did you first get interested in creating anything like Peter or anything this innovative? Well, a few years back, I started reading Isaac Asimov robotics books, and I thought, oh, I want to be a roboticist. And that was the beginning of me wanting to be a roboticist. Is Peter, she's obviously not your first robot. Oh, no, she's my first robot. (laughs) Really? Wow, she looks amazing. Tell me about what she'll do, please. She will disintegrate a microplastics found in polluted waters. Right now I'm targeting ocean water, but it's any polluted waters that have microplastics in it, which includes all the waters that we consume. Let's take that a little more specifically. I get Peter, let's say she's on the market, and what do I do? How do I make her work? We purchase a Peter, we produce that Peter once it's purchased, and then we release Peter into the ocean water, and we will probably film it or record it in some way so that you can see your Peter going out into the water. I'm not sure about that, but we'll work on it. And then Peter will just go on her way, and she'll be released into the ocean waves. We're considering having a tracking device on Peter. I believe we're going to be able to do that as the next step once we get the basic prototype down. Now, people are going to notice the pronoun we've been using for Peter. We keep calling her a her. How'd you come up with her being a her? My advisor actually thought it would be a really good idea to have Peter be a she, because not only is it more engaging, but I like a lot of pink, and it just helps me relate to Peter as well. So Peter is a pink robot? Oh, no, Peter will actually be a dull brown. (laughs) (laughs) Because, of course, people cannot see her. I saw this brown turtle before, and I thought, well, are you going to have her be pink? I wish, but maybe if you find a natural colorant, we can make her pink. That's not on the top of the agenda, but it could be an option. Why Peter? Why'd you name her Peter? Okay, well, (laughs) it's P-E-T, eating robot. So P-E-T, the type of plastic eating robot, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) You had me wondering. I was thinking, Peter like a rock or whatever. You mentioned on stage today that you're going to have different sizes of Peter. 
Yes, that's true. Peter will come in a variety of sizes, and those sizes will have a variety of prices that correlate. Tell me more specifically the story of your innovator's journey with Peter. You've mentioned that you've started to make a jellyfish. Let's go from day one, and what were some of the highs and some of the lows? Well, day one, I found out about a thing called the Colette application, where if you have an invention, you find an advisor to work with you. I could not find one, so I wasn't able to go, but I was able to begin the idea of Peter, and at the time, Peter was a jellyfish that was going to be made of, I wasn't sure, I think wood pulp at that time, and it just is a terrible idea. So I definitely had to work from that. And then over the iterations, the jellyfish got more and more complex, and then I just took the entire jellyfish design and put it on the inside of a turtle design. And from there? And from there, then I'm just, right now, I'm just playing with the smaller details. The basic design of Peter is fully complete. What would you consider your best creative challenge as an innovator, and what would you consider your aha moment? I would say my best creative challenge is the fact that I often overreach in my ideas where I think, oh, this technology exists, I'll incorporate that, without having actually asked the person who designed the technology if I could use it. So that's, that's a huge challenge. There's a lot of things I'd like to add to Peter that I can't because I don't have access to them. And then the most aha moment was when I realized that the design worked itself out as soon as I changed it to a turtle. That was when I was like, oh, I have to stick with this. A lot of things you'd like to add to Peter. If anybody listening right now might have the technology, what's your dream technology to add to her? My dream technology to add to her would be the tracking device. And then another technology I would really like to add to Peter is some sort of self-healing so that it can be safely ingested, but however, the cells will not break down as quickly, making her last a lot longer in the water without any harmful side effects to the marine environment. So innovators with any tracking device or any self-healing device, take note. (laughs) I really like the question that one of the panelists asked you too, which is, I believe she said something like she lives in Ohio, she's not near an ocean, how would she use it? Same way, someone who lives right on the beach, she would just be physically further away, she would still purchase the Peter, we would still film Peter going out into the water. This is a product that unites everyone. You do not have to be near the water, you do not have to be directly affected. This is everyone's problem and this is a solution that incorporates everyone into it. In fact, I had the pleasure of talking briefly with your advisor, and she said perhaps the classroom might like to adopt Peter. Oh, that would be so cute if a classroom adopted Peter. Yes, that's an excellent idea. That way schools could get involved and raise awareness at the same time. What's the big picture look like? The big picture is there are a lot of solutions that are already out there, such as ocean cleanup, and I think they're doing a great job, and it is... It's very effective, however, it is very far removed from the individual. The most an individual can do is just send money their way and hope that it goes towards a solution. Peter is the bridge between the individual and the overwhelming problem. Peter is the individual product that will allow each one of us in our own time to take a step towards a solution. Ocean Cleanup is great, other companies are great. However, you can do it, I can do it, anyone listening to this podcast is able to make a difference with Peter and it directly links us to healing our oceans. How do we find out more about Peter? Is there a link or is there any kind of a school page where they can find out? Yes, there is actually a website, pleasantrobotics.com. And also I have an email, pleasantrobots at gmail.com. You can contact me through there. And this is Pleasant Robotics is the official name of my company. Pleasantrobotics.com. What do you need very most right at this moment to get Peter where you want her to be, let's say, in another year? What I would need absolutely at this moment is the raw materials and exposure. That's what I really need to get Peter set out. I need people to start talking about this. I need people to realize that this is an overwhelming problem, but there is a solution out there. This is one of the solutions. What I really need is for everyone to realize that this is not something that we need to shy away from or be overwhelmed by. We have a solution now. Peter is that solution. 
Talk to me a little bit about the raw materials we need. Kajasan. De-acylated Kajasan, 3%. I know one company that sells it. However, I would like to order larger quantities than they sell. So in order to make Peter, like mass manufacture Peter, I would need larger quantities of Kajasan. And let's talk just a little bit about funding. Are you going to do any kind of crowdfunding? How will you go ahead? I was thinking of doing crowdfunding. Crowdfunding is the way to go. And do you have a date on that yet? Not yet. But we will certainly, PleasantRobotics.com, we will certainly keep an eye on this. Final question for you, Gabby. I usually like to ask at the very end of any interview, if people can only get one thing from you about innovation, creativity, and making a difference, what do you want them to take away from your work with Peter? I think the one thing you should take away is if you have a passion for something, if you have an innovative idea, it is not going to work out right away, but that is no way to say that it's not going to work out at all. Always keep trying until what you dream of becomes real. Do not give up, because it will as long as you keep going. Gabby, thank you for your time today. Thank you very much for having me. You and I have been listening to Gabriella Pleasant, founder and CEO of Pleasant Robotics in Temecula. You can find out more about Gabby's creation, the Peter Robot, on PleasantRobotics.com. Once again, that's PleasantRobotics.com. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to more Over Coffee podcasts at 2Mavericks.com. That's 2-T-W-O Mavericks. M-A-V-E-R-I-X 2Mavericks.com. And you can contact us at 2 Mavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at Pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.